0: Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain.
1: Hi, welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm so excited for this special edition. Um, I have back with me my guest, Michelle Thomas, who's a medical intuitive psychic. She's also kind of a medium. She does a little bit of all kinds of things, an energy healer, um, teacher, spiritual guide, all those types of things. And today, we're going to be talking to each other about healing, and we're going to be asking each other questions about healing since we're both healers. So we're going to share with our audience our perspective and insights around healing and all the different forms of healing, because there's probably a thousand different ways to heal. Um and so I get asked a ton of questions around healing. So I'm hoping that we can have some fun with this. Welcome, Michelle.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. I love our conversation. So thank you for having me back.
1: <laughs> well and I think there's so much fun and we share a lot of the same perspectives. So I think that's what makes will make this show really kind of wonderful as we align. And even where we're different, I think we also respect and trust each other. So we're talking about healing today. And I know from my perspective, um, lots of people have this attitude belief of, I don't need healing. I've done a lot of healing. (laughs) I've done healing. Um, Talk to us a little bit, share your perspective. Why do you think healing is so important?
2: Well, you know, I think that, um, especially for some reason right now, in this era, in this lifetime of people that are here kind of currently on the planet, I feel like we're here to heal a lot of things that previous generations haven't been able to heal. Um, and it's really important because we all have wounds. Every single person on this planet has some sort of wound belief, um, something that we've picked up along the way on our journey um, that needs to be healed, whether that be um, inner child wounds, which again, no matter how amazing your childhood was, we all carry inner child wounds. Um, it can be the most innocuous comment from a parent that kind of creates some wounds that we end up um, having coping mechanisms that aren't really the best when it comes to us being adults and adulting. Um, and so for me, it's really about uh, understanding the way that you can be even better right? It's not so much that you're broken. Um, I don't believe in any of that, but I feel like we all can evolve and be better humans, um, and evolve our souls, um, by really reflecting and understanding what wounds we actually carry. Cause again, it's not just inner child. We carry wounds from society, from, from past lives, from generations of, um, that have been passed down to each of us. So there's a lot of different, um, ways that we can be healed. Um, and, and, understanding them and, and allowing them to come out um, is extremely powerful and rewarding work for not only you and I who do the work, but also the people that experience it.
1: Yeah. And I agree with you. I mean, my guides have been telling me a long time, and I'm sure your guides tell you the same thing that everyone that signed up, everyone that got the golden ticket to be here at this time in this lifetime on this planet, came to heal generations, generations back of healing. Because I tell people all the time, your grandparents didn't have the tools that we have today. They didn't have the connection. They didn't know that they were wounded. They didn't know how to heal it. They just kept carrying it and kept passing it along to the souls that are on this planet today, really signed up to come and do that healing. Now, Does that mean that everybody's doing their work? Absolutely not. They chose to, but doesn't mean that they came in and they picked up that stick and said, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, Some people are carrying around some real heaviness that they don't know what to do with and why it's there. Uh, A lot don't have understanding of where it came from, and they're not trying to figure it out. They're just doing groundhog day every day. We call it groundhog day. Same same thing in and out
2: every day. (laughs) Right. And they don't understand the, because healing work is not fun. Right. I mean, realistically, it's not fun work. It's, it's requires a lot of introspection and, um, and kind of some, some quiet and understanding and um, a lot. Some people don't want to pause, right? They don't want to look under the rug and see the things that they've swept under there for their lifetime, like all the things that they've swept under the rug. Um, because again, it it requires a lot of, and I don't want to say work. It does take work, but um, it's really more about the emotional side of it. That people are like, oh, I'm afraid to look under there. Like I, I mean, I teach inner child healing. Like I have a whole course. And there was someone who took my course it's like a 10 week course and someone took my class and they refused to do inner child week. And I was like, that's a choice you can choose to do that but I would recommend you actually do that because she was afraid to see what would it it would uncover.
1: You know that vulnerability of opening yourself up and being wide open to all those wounds. you know is is not easy but important and and the truth is when you do that work you're much lighter more joyful more happy you re, you drop the baggage what i call the heavy load yeah. and you start offloading some of that stuff and what you need to understand is when you do healing, you heal your children, you heal your grandchildren, you heal all those people you love around you. Your parents yeah. get healed, your your community, everything around you, it's a ripple effect.
2: And it can create more, it can create better relationships with the people around you because you're not reacting from a triggered space. When you start to heal, you can actually come at it from a adult brain space versus so, you know, again, this wounded space where the wounded animal lashes out, whereas the healed animal's like, okay, later, like, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to engage. Whereas, um, so that's kind of, I like to sort of say that it's it's like the wounded animal. You end up being triggered and you respond in a way that you normally wouldn't, but because it's something that's been triggered within you, you end up reacting in a way that isn't really your authentic, true healed self. I love that. I
1: love that. Will you do a specific type of healing that I don't do, and a lot of people don't understand it. Share with the audience, what is a medical
2: intuitive? So, um, and here's the thing. It, every medical intuitive is different. Uh, everyone has different gifts and talents. Um, I studied under someone, and there was another person there with me who was studying at the same time, and she saw things very differently than I did. So just know that everybody has their own gifts. But for me, um, so being a medical intuitive, is basically I tune into your body, uh, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical, and I kind of see what's going on. Um, and that can be um, what's going on physically and how it's related and tied to potentially other aspects within your body. Um, and so if it's a physical ailment that you need to go see a doctor, they show it to me a certain way and say, you know what, you might wanna go have this checked out. But a lot of things, occur in our body that are actually the root cause is within our emotional or mental body. Um, And so I always tune into our chakra system first when I tune in, because it's the junk drawer of our lives. It carries the emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical wounds um, that we all kind of carry around, not only from this lifetime, but past lifetimes and all sorts of good things. And it carries our cords um, and attachments. And so I always start there because a lot of times I'm like, oh, you know what? You're experiencing a thyroid issue because you aren't speaking your voice. You're not, you're, you're silencing yourself. You're biting your tongue. You're not feeling your emotions, whatever it is. And so when we can start working through that and then energetically clearing it, then, you know, we start adding new energy into their thyroid and we can start making it so that it works a little bit more efficiently. Um, and so I see things in people's body. Um, actually, I'm a claircognizant, which means I just know things. So, which is always unique is, is I, I, I know things. Um, And so, yeah, so basically I work with the divine team of archangels and ascended masters and they kind of come forward and they do all the work and I get all the credit as I like to say, um, because uh, again, there's powerful healing to be had um, if you just understand where the root cause of your illness or issue or whatever's going on. Um, But I always like to say too, it's not just physical. Um, People come to see me when they're just like, you know what, I feel stuck, I'm having some issues with my partner, my spouse, I'm, I'm under, unsure like what's going on. And so I can kind of see where it's living in their body and help them to uncover it and to heal it as necessary. Um, and uh, when I, I like to say, when you're aware, you can clear. If you stick your head in the sand, you can't heal anything because you're, you're you're being the ostrich. You're not, you're not wanting to look at it. So once you understand where it's coming from, then you can start unraveling it um, and healing it
1: you know, all of us get stuck occasionally. That's when we get into that hamster wheel and we get comfortable with how things are. And it really is about comfort. It's like, I know what to expect. I know Groundhog Day. I know what's going to happen tomorrow. I know what I'm going to do when I wake up. And we get into that pattern of being very, very comfortable with everything going on. And that's when we kind of get stuck because we get in these cycles and we can't get out or we don't know how to get out. We don't know how to move that energy and just understanding, Hey, I'm stuck is a start and moving it. So, you know, you're talking about all these angels coming in and doing healing and your divine team. And the question that popped in my mind, if we have all these divine beings around us, why aren't we all healed? Why don't they just come in and heal everything and it goes away And life is beautiful um, because they have the power to do it. Why do they need us? And what is that all about? And so, you know, from my perspective, um, you created a contract when you came in, a plan, a master plan on what you were going to be facing in this lifetime and what were going to be the difficulties and challenges and what were going to be the easy. And so most people say, Well, if I created this, why don't I remember it when I come in? And I think the best answer to that is if you knew everything that you were going to face, would you take that step forward or would you go back home? I mean, you created that, you came in to do that. And I think we forget because it's such a big elephant that we couldn't process all. But when we take a bite at a time, we can get through it um and that plan is really important and so until you've gotten the lesson and I hate the word lesson but until you've had growth, the growth
2: opportunity
1: the growth opportunity I like that word better than the lesson we've used lessons for years and it's like I don't like lessons because I don't think it's about the lesson I think it's about the experience and growing through it and if you had this super easy life, why would you grow? Why would you expand?
2: Well, and you know, we all have different experience. We all have different lifetimes, right? We all have different experiences in each lifetime, but you're absolutely correct. Like one of the things that I can't like that, my spirit team has told me, they're like the one thing that we can't help heal is a soul contract unless it's ready to be healed. So if that person says, I, I signed up for, to experience cancer and the reason that I'm going to have cancer is because my family needs to learn how to step up to be able to help or assist or, or whatever it is. Like, um, and so until that person or their family, whoever they've signed contracts with to say, I'm going to experience this so that us, my whole generation, all of the souls that have signed up to come in together have reached where we're, we've healed that particular contract. They, they are just like, no, that's our one sort of end stop. And so I always kind of share with you. I'm like, listen, this is what we can do, but there's a limit. So if you've if you've signed up for this experience, I can help make it easier for you. I we you know we can help um, you know make it so that you understand things a little bit easier and so that you're not suffering quite as much. But ultimately, you came in to experience this, and so that's something that you have to experience. And that sucks to say to someone as a client. You're like, okay, well. Um, so we can help you, but until you're ready and you, you you have to sort of work through some of this. So it's it's an interesting dilemma. Um, but another reason that you know people is that they don't give them permission to help them because the divine is there for everyone. We have free will. We've talked about this all the time, is you know, you have free will. And so if you don't invite your divine team in to help you, they can't. They're sitting on the bench, as I like to say. You you have to put them in the game you're the coach. If you don't put them in the game, they can't help you out. Um, And so everyone has an opportunity to work with the archangels and ascended bastards and their divine team. You just have to give them permission. Um, And how they work with you is up, is up to you and your own unique set of skills, gifts, and talents. You
1: know, it's, it's really true. And so sometimes a client will come and sit with me and go, why would I have signed up for this contract? And I go, okay, let's step back a little bit. Let me give you an example. Let's say, and you do have a group of souls that you love that are very special to you that you incarnate with over and over again. But let's just say in this physical realm, because we can understand that, that you have three daughters and one of the four of you is gonna take on breast cancer don't tell me you wouldn't sign up so that they don't have to experience it physically, because I can tell you as a mother, I'll take it, give it to me and I'll hold it. I can get through it, but don't give it to my children. Don't give it to my grandchildren, but I'm that warrior instinct. So imagine you're in front of your divine general counsel, putting your plan together to come into this lifetime And they're like, hey, everybody carries their own share of whatever you want to call it, global contracts, humanity contracts. It's the reason all of us haven't experienced rape. It's the reason all of us don't experience certain things, because there are souls that say, I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it for the global humanity. I'll do it for my family. I'll do it for my children so that they don't have to. And when I tell people that, they step back and they go, oh, I get why I would have done that. I can see why I would have said, hey, I've evolved further. Maybe they're more of an evolved soul. They've been around for a long time. They've had more lifetimes. They've they've cleared a lot of stuff. And it's like, okay, I'm going to sign up for this one. I've got this one. Right? Yeah. I kind of see us all sitting around a table going, Okay. Who's gonna take on this and who's gonna take on this and kind of where are we going next? And then we show up at this general council, which I think you meet in front of these divine beings with your plan. And they go, Michelle, are you sure you want to do that? Michelle's like, Yep, I've got this, I can do this. And they're like, Are you sure you want to sign up for
2: all that? You once you sign on that dotted line, babe. (laughs) all over right in the shoot you go and here you come right yeah i always
1: jokingly tell people have you ever met those people that say hey i'm never coming back i'm never going to be here and i always say i'll be back i'm coming back for peanut butter i want to come back and eat tons and tons of peanut butter that's going to be my next lifetime because i can't eat it in this lifetime so i'm coming back to eat peanut butter Okay. It's one of my favorite things, but that should give you some perspective on why we sign up and uh, Michelle's right. You have to give them permission. If you don't ask for it, they can't come in and heal somebody or help them or support them unless you ask because there's this law called free will, free choice, and you have to decide that you want help. The other thing that people don't get as far as contracts and healing is if you've been sitting around saying to yourself over and over again, I'm ready to exit. I'm ready to exit. I'm ready to go home. I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done with this. You're writing a contract, right? Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen where people have been doing that and the universe goes, granted, And then they get very, very ill and sick. And then they're questioning, why is this happening? Well, you asked, you asked to exit, right? You didn't tell them how you wanted to exit. You didn't give them any particulars. They're helping you exit. And then all of a sudden they get into this and they're like, oh no, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go. And they try, then you gotta go back and work on rewriting and clearing that contract.
2: And, you know, you you very eloquently said that it's true, like your thoughts and your words matter. They matter, they're important. Your word is your wand, you're creating magic with the things that you think and the things that you say. Um, And so I'm, I'm not a love and light person where I'm just like, love and light, everything's perfect, everything's great, but you still have to sort of speak your truth and ask for what you want and what you need and think positively at least a little because otherwise yeah you start going down this space and you start manifesting things that you don't necessarily want yeah and words are so important i always tell people and i've told people
1: this in class if somebody has heart attack or heart disease my first question is Three to five years ago, who broke their heart?
2: When Same goes they, for breast cancer, to be honest. Breast cancer, though, is usually about self-love and how you feel about yourself as women. It's you beat yourself up. You think yourself, you're, you have very low self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, all of that stuff that can manifest as breast cancer. Same. So, yeah. Absolutely. Same
1: thing. Somebody says, wow, Susie broke my heart or Mary broke my heart. That, those words... You send it out to the universe and that's what it comes back as. And I can't tell you how many times I've told somebody that to, and they've had somebody that's had a heart attack or something's happened. And they're like, <sighs> cause they get exactly when it happened. Exactly when it happened. I had, I had a friend that I loved dearly that uh, sacrificed his life for his children. It was all about his kids and not about him. And so, because he didn't step in to allow somebody to love him unconditionally for him to have love in his life, he died from heart failure. It happens exactly that way. And he and I had had multiple conversations of your heart is trying to tell you something. Are you listening? Right. And this it, is
2: why it, I start in the chakras when I work on people's bodies.
1: Right exactly. over their head. They're yes. like, mm-hmm. right? Because your body's telling you something. Yes. Every ache, every pain, every piece of nausea, every digestive issue, everything that happens, your body, it's your warning signal. Hello, are you listening? Yes. Hello, are you paying attention?
2: Right. And if you ignore it for long enough, it becomes a major disease. So, yeah, it really does. And so
1: people laugh at me, but I negotiate with my guides. I know when I'm overwhelmed, exhausted, tired, when I've overdone it. And so I may have something coming up, like several things that are really important. And I negotiate with my guides because I know when I hit that place of exhaustion, overwhelm, overwork, they're going to make me sick because they're going to put me in bed and they're going to make me lay down and they're going to make me rest. And that shows up as COVID, flu, cold, sinus infection whatever you want to call it they're different things but i know that's coming and yeah. so i negotiate just help me get through this point and i promise i will rest this many days to refill my tank because i can already feel that i'm getting tired yeah. so if you have a low immune system if you're struggling with energy it's about your energy tank. And, and Michelle talks about a lot, a lot uh, when we do things, she's like, you only have so much energy guys. It is a
2: finite resource. Your energy and time every single day is a finite resource. And I say, you have to use it wisely. Choose what you want to spend your time and energy on because every day you have a limited quantity and some days it feels like you have more than others and that's okay. Right. There's the four agreements. I love the four agreements too. You do your best. Right. However, whatever your best is for that day, you do your best. Right. And as one of the agreements, but um, absolutely. And, you know, your body and your emotions are there to tell you something. And I say this all the time is like listening to your body, listening to your emotions so that you can understand what your body is trying to tell you. And emotion is not bad or good. It is just an emotion, it is information. Um, and just like your body, when it's telling you something, when you're having gut issues, you know, like listening to, okay, am I giving my power away? Am I not using my words and emotions properly? Like, am I? because when you swallow your words, you swallow your emotions, they go inside your body and rot. And and it creates food allergies, insensitivities, um, you know, a gut imbalance in your gut health. Um, So much stuff has to do with the way that you use your words and whether or not you're swallowing them. Um, and then it also creates thyroid and Hashimoto's and all sorts of things. Like, so, you know, understanding the way that your body and your emotions and how you're treating yourself or how others you're allowing to treat you, all of it matters. It's amazing. The connection between the energetic body and the physical one.
1: And we come in with so much Chi. They talk about that in, um, you know, uh, out there. Chinese medicine and yeah. Yeah. Chinese medicine, medicine is you come in with so much Chi and it, it, is shown that if you are overstressed, overwhelmed, overworked, all that, you reduce your lifespan because you reduce the Chi energy and you can't always build that back up. So You got to be very aware of what you're doing. That's why we talk a lot about inner child and play and laughter and having fun because that helps reduce stress levels, overwhelm all that and helps us do the healing. So we're not reducing our energy tanks and our chi. We're actually fulfilling and bringing that in because this life is supposed to be really happy and joyful and we choose how we want to live it. I mean, it really is a choice in how we look at it. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about on here is there's thousands of ways to heal. There's thousands of different modalities. Yeah. Right. You can go into Reiki, Healing Touch, uh, Sacral, Sound, sound color. Uh, Emotion Codes, Cord Cuttings, Energy whatever you want to label it as a healer to a healer, what I can tell you is it's the same energy with a different label and a different focus, right? Mm -hmm. I have people come to me all the time, which one's better? What, where there's not a better. There is, what are you drawn to? What do you resonate with? And as that healer, what were they drawn to learn? Where did their training come from? Probably 25, 30 years ago, healers would pick a path and they would stay in that lane. They were either a reader, a healer, and they never left. They did their one training. That was their lifetime. That's what they worked with. In today's world, we all have hundreds of tools in our toolbox and we pull them out and use them differently differently For different situations and different people, what might work for one individual may not work for the next one. So our guides are really good at, Hey, use this. And sometimes they bring in something totally new, like a spiral that's pulling energy out. And we're like, (laughs) I don't know what that is, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) And you've got to trust. Yeah. there's not one more than the other. Even when you look at Reiki, there's probably over a hundred different types of Reiki energy. Yeah. Reiki stuff. So there's not one over the other. There's just a lot of different.
2: And I kind of call it like Reiki is like the gateway drug to like healing. Like it's <laughs> sort of like, it's kind of a lot of times people who are healers, that's where they like dip their toe in first. And then they like, learn that. And then they keep sort of growing and learning. So it's kind of, I like to call it the gateway drug to healing. It's like, okay, yeah, Reiki. Cause I, I mean, that's where I started. Um, and, and I trained, uh, you know, I trained under you for angelic Reiki. I trained him some other people for Usu Reiki. Um, and so, but ultimately like I dipped my toe in a lot of different things until I found which one was like, Ooh, that one lights me up. Yep. That's it. That's the passion. That's the one that expanded me the most, right? Medical, intuitive, and energy healing. When I finally figured that out, all the things clicked into place.
1: <laughs> they really do. And it's personal, it's a yeah. personal journey and a personal preference. You know, one of the things I offer is cord cuttings. <clears throat> and if you go out and look up cord cutting, you can get all kinds of different techniques, different ways to do it, meditation, energy healing. Mine's a very ancient modality, which was from the mystery schools. Everybody does it different. And it's just, what are you called to do? What do you resonate with? What do you want to bring in? I think one of the big questions that I always get is for any healing cord cutting, whatever you're doing, can you bring it back? Yes. Yes. You haven't changed your mindset. (laughs) It's going to come right back. We've, Have you not seen that? And Michelle share a little bit about somebody comes in and does a big healing. Is it totally gone? And can they bring it back?
2: You know, uh, I mean, I've done some healing where, you know, I had one client who um, it's funny because she's the same one who refused to do my inner child healing session, like the work that for that anyways. So I gave her, I, I had a session with her and she had major ankle pain. Right. And, um, you know, and so we did, we, we did a lot of work and we did some healing. We did some cord clearing on some stuff like why it was there and why it was happening to her. And like, literally like the next day she was like, Holy crap. Like this is the first time in years. My ankle doesn't hurt. I can walk around. My husband thinks you're magic, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great. Awesome. And then like three or four months later, she's like, Oh, my ankles bothering me again. I'm like, okay, well, what did you do? Did you do the work that I talked about? Did you fix the mindset, the emotional triggers? Like, because That's the thing about energy healing is we can clear it from an energy perspective, but you have to do the mental and emotional homework that goes along with it to make sure that you're continuing to stay healed. Um, And I can't do that for you. I can't change your mind. I can't fix your, not fix, but I can't tap into your emotions and figure out what is causing your emotion. Like I can see them and I can tell you what it is but you have to do the unraveling a little bit. And so from an energy perspective, we can do so much clearing and so much work, but if you, there's still homework. It's kind of like when you go to the doctor and they're like, okay, you have elevated cholesterol. Here's some medication, but you still have to like do the work on eating properly or drinking more water, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so it's similar in that it can absolutely come back. And cords are the same way that, you know, we can clear cords. But if you think about that person, or if you think about that experience and you go back into, and you start worrying about the past and it comes back. And like I said, I make a lot of money on people who don't fix their stuff.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's, my term for it is universal vacuum. So when we pull energy out of a space, when we release energy, if you don't backfill it, with something else that's positive, uplifting. And that's what the homework's about is to fill this back in with a different focus and a different direction. You're going to pull that right back in. It's just going to come right back in very easily. So it requires us to shift our thoughts, our emotions in a different direction. So the work we give is to help do that. So I've pulled the energy out now, you're going to do the work, which is going to backfill that space with positive energy so that it can be released, whatever that looks like. And it can be lots of different things.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I don't leave them empty, right? (laughs) Like We do (laughs) add some energy in there, but ultimately like it's, you have to be able to self-sustain yourself and the energy that lives within you. Um, So absolutely, 100%. (laughs)
1: Yes. You know, I just think it's really important. So what I want to wrap up with today is thanks for hanging in there with us, talking about healing. We will have Michelle's website and contact information if you want to contact her for the services that she offers in healing. I will also have my contact information in here too, because I do healing services as well. So if you resonate with one or both of us, you can kind of go out and look to see what we offer. We would love to help you that's kind of the stuff that we enjoy doing but thank you for watching our podcast today and spending a little time with us and our conversations i hope that it has been enlightening for you and remember healing is so important it I, i personally for me it's never done it's like peeling the layers and each time you peel the layers and you get You get really going again, another layer is going to show up. You're going to peel that one back and then another one. And this is all about loving ourselves more and caring about ourselves and our families and the universe. So healing is so, so important.
2: Yes, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Um, And yeah, healing's never really done. It just gets a little easier. The more layers you peel off, the easier you sort of see it coming. You go, I know what this is. Let's dig into it and then we can move through it a lot quicker. Um. So it does get easier with time, but yeah, I feel the same way because healing is a lifelong journey. It really, thank you for having
1: me. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us today. We love sharing. We also do, for those that live in the Denver area, uh, Michelle and I do a monthly gallery where we come and give messages and perspectives. And if you show up, you get a message from each one of us and kind of what, um, what your guides want you to hear and know at that point and what's really important. And so we kind of share that information with you, but thank you for listening today. I hope you'll subscribe to our podcast and our channel, and we hope to see you really soon. Thank you. Bye.
0: Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.